0: You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana. You are listening to All Things Markets, where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. Markets have entered into an extremely volatile phase. The Nifty ended its six-month winning streak in November, ending 4% lower, pulling back 8% from record highs of October. Much of the market anxiety is led by global factors, but a big fundraise in the primary markets also had put some pressure on liquidity. While economic activities are gradually picking up, threat of a new COVID-19 variant Omicron has emerged. So, emit this mix signals and volatility, which way will markets swing? To discuss that and more, I am in conversation with Jitendra Arora, equity fund manager, ICICI Prudential Life Insurance. Hi, Mr. Arora. Welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Nasreen.
0: Uh, so let's begin uh, by uh, looking at the year back. Uh, how uh, equity markets performed uh, in India, especially in in 2021. And uh, we come from two contexts. One is uh, post-pandemic and second, 2021 uh, and 2020 was actually, um, despite the pandemic uh, disruptions, it was a phenomenal year for equities. So in that context, how do you see performance of uh, Indian stock markets in 2021?
1: Great. So to begin with, uh, just to recap it a little bit, uh, last year, when the equity markets fell rapidly, uh, just when the pandemic broke out, which was towards the end of February and March 2020, uh, we saw Nifty correcting very sharply uh, by almost 40%. uh, And thereafter, uh, towards the end of March uh, and the correction had happened, uh, we have seen a Nifty move, uh, which has been unprecedented uh, for the span of time uh, in which it has happened. Uh, Nifty has moved uh, uh, almost by 120-130% uh, in last 18 months. Uh, and that's that's been a very sharp move, especially considering the... Uh, environment where we were plagued by a pandemic for a long period, economic activity was quite depressed. However, uh, what has led to that is essentially uh, following. One, uh, the governments were quick to act with respect to controlling the pandemic, and we have seen that played out in India as well. To initially, the economic activity uh, was uh, slightly subdued. We had lockdowns. However, markets soon realized that the situation is going to be temporary. They start pricing in that how the future will look like, uh, which meant that they started pricing now, pricing that when things resume back to normal, uh, how things will be and what kind of uh, earnings will the market, the companies report. And as a result, the stock markets quickly recovered when they priced in that. And third, obviously, because of a lot of uh, central bank actions, we have seen a huge amount of liquidity getting created, uh, which found its way into the equity markets. These three factors, combined by the fact uh, that on the earnings front itself, companies showed much more resilience uh, to pandemic uh, in terms of their earnings performance, uh, led to a very quick bounce back. And so much so that uh, by the end of FY20, uh, by the end of calendar 20, uh, we were higher than where we were uh, before the pandemic. And on that base, also we continue to build on uh, the performance uh, for the stock market, so that uh, by end of last month, or if you look at one-year performance for Nifty as I speak it's almost 30% from the beginning of december last year and if i were to change it to let's say uh, 31st december 2022 9 now we are almost 21% higher than where we were so this is again happened because of four three factors one is obviously the liquidity build up continued Second has been the earnings performance. So earnings performance for nifty companies has been fairly good.
0: Uh, Mm. No doubt uh, Indian markets have uh, actually outperformed global peers despite the hiccups, uh, especially the second uh, wave that uh, had almost disrupted uh, the economy. Uh, And uh, this I'm talking about uh, in June quarter.
1: Yes, Uh, that's again due to the fact that uh, Though the second wave impacted the markets and the economy significantly, but uh, unlike the first wave where it was a prolonged one, uh, the second wave was a very short one, though it was much more uh, intense, I would say. And also, uh, in terms of overall uh, impact on individuals, it was a much more uh, debilitating compared to the first wave. However, uh, the economy recovered very quickly out of it. And uh, that's why the performance of the companies was much better. Just give you an example uh, that at the peak of the second wave, nobody had any hope for the uh, second quarter earnings from Nifty. But when we finally look at how the Nifty companies did, we can see that Nifty earnings on a free float adjusted, uh, free float weighted basis witnessed almost a 35% YOY growth in Q2 uh, FY22. This was obviously uh, better than the market uh, analysts who expected it to be around 25% higher. And as a result, this sustained earnings performance by a lot of Indian companies, corporates, has ensured uh, that India remains one of the better placed markets globally. Uh, On top of that, uh, stability at the macro level in the form of uh, uh, a good uh, view on the currency overall uh, contained current current account deficit uh, giving uh, uh, the market the belief that we will remain stable in terms of currency performance and uh, also a lot of inflows uh, wherein because certain other economies globally uh, were going through a phase where they were seeing outflows, India became a natural choice for inflows. So these factors continued to lead to outperformance by Indian markets uh, in the calendar twenty one.
0: Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, in November, uh, when uh, there were first reports of the new COVID variant, Omicron, uh, we saw a major portion of the uh, BSC 500 getting uh, knocked off. Uh, Does it really shake your confidence because... Somewhere, uh, it shows that people were ready to actually sell. And at the moment there was a negative news, uh, people did sell off and that actually had knocked off 1,000 points in a single day. And we saw that kind of a sharp sell-off uh, both uh, in, in on Sensex and Nifty. So does it show that there is a somewhere lack of confidence among investors?
1: So I wouldn't uh, honestly jump to that conclusion because uh, – Markets, we all know that uh, they tend to be reactive in short term. Uh, They have that tendency that uh, any uh, event may be exaggerated uh, in the short term. And as a result, uh, we will uh, have those kind of reactions. That is one. And second, India was not unique in that kind of reaction. So if you see uh, when the news of the micron broke out, uh, that day all the European markets were down around 2 to 3%. And even uh, the US markets were down. So it's it's not that India was a standout uh, market which was down higher than, let's say, its global peers uh, on that day. It it was simply a reaction to uh, what was happening where market was t- trying to assess that what can uh, this va- new uh, variant potentially lead to. And honestly, we still know very little mm-hmm. about it uh, to have any assessment at this stage about its uh, transmissibility as well as... Uh, Uh, its effect in terms of health uh, on the individuals Uh, so we are still trying to figure that out but market is still now trying to find out where uh, it will settle so we are in that process and that process to my mind will take another two to three weeks by which time we will have some clarity with respect to transmissibility as well as uh, the health repercussions of this new variant and how mm-hmm. long uh, the market believes that this variant can have its impact overall.
0: See, typically, December is generally a very, uh, you know... Uh Inactive month, uh, especially from the FIS side, because it's a holiday month for the global uh, fund managers. And uh, typically we see a little less action by them. But this year particularly is very, very uh, action packed. We have Fed um, meeting coming up. Then uh, we also have uh, the the new variant, which has already uh, taken a lot of uh, countries into action Where they have banned uh, foreign travelers, that is probably going to have an impact on the economy. Uh, Do you think it's very interesting? uh, Because at the same time, domestic economy in India has actually boomed. And um, uh, if you look at the uh, if you look at the GDP data, or if you are looking at the fiscal deficit data, or the GST numbers, uh, those are great, uh, you know, boost that that have actually boosted investor confidence, except for one or two data points like auto sales numbers. Uh, What do you think? How, where do we move on from here? From the f- global perspective, there are challenges. But in, in India, domestically, we are doing quite well.
1: Right. Uh, I think uh, you you uh, hit the nail on the head when you uh, describe the situation. So uh, obviously, December remains an activity of uh, slightly uh, subdued uh, activity from the FIA front, as you uh, pointed out. And I am not... Uh, Uh, expecting it to be any different this year as well. Uh, Obviously, we've seen a lot of FI selling, but the bulk of it has, according to me, happened in the month of October and November unless and until uh, uh, we see uh, that Omicron uh, variant is uh, a very uh, threatening variant to the uh, economic activity per se. uh, as I'll still reserve my judgment on that. Pending that, I I believe that uh, On the flows side, it should be uh, muted compared to uh, last month per se. And uh, Indian economy, as you mentioned rightly, is now coming out of uh, the impact of COVID. Uh, We see uh, quite a few encouraging factors uh, for the economy per se uh, going forward. Uh, One is obviously a lot of uh, government efforts on trying to uh, restart the CAPEX cycle uh, through uh, the PLI schemes, uh, which will give us a boost. In addition, uh, the companies themselves are now operating at a higher capacity utilization levels and they they themselves are feeling the need for doing more CAPEX. Uh, We have seen that uh, a lot of companies in this steel, cement sector continue to announce uh, CAPEX or have announced CAPEX in the last six months. These CAPEX will materialize on ground over the next uh, two to three years. In addition, uh, on the real estate side, uh, we are seeing perhaps uh, a nascent beginning to the fresh cycle uh, because of factors uh, like uh, flat to stable prices over the last few years, lower interest rates. Thus, the affordability for individuals has improved uh, uh, significantly over the last six to seven years. As a result, uh, they feel more confident of buying houses today. So these factors will ensure that the economic growth continues to trend uh, strong for us over the next two to three years. And as a result, uh, I expect uh, earnings uh, performance by the Indian corporates to be decent. Uh, Having said that, uh, we need to uh, add the variable, uh, which is uh, the flows. Uh, So the flows on the global side, we may see some kind of slow down in the flows as Fed begins to taper. Uh, the Fed tapering announcement obviously will uh, come, but uh, market seem to have more or less priced in because the market, as the Fed governor uh, in the testimony uh, pointed out, that they will look at a slightly uh, stronger pace of tapering uh, than what was uh, discussed during the last policy. So that, that event, uh, to my mind, uh, is somewhere market is pricing it already. Uh, mm-hmm. So that I do not expect uh, hereafter to uh, upset the market significantly uh, per se. Having oh. said that, that uh, the valuations, as I as uh, we've discussed, they still uh, remain higher than the historical levels. So we may see markets perhaps consolidating uh, around the current levels, or uh, we may see some uh, small corrections here or there. Uh, but if you ask me, over the Medium term, I'm uh, fairly positive uh, for Indian equities uh, because I do believe that Indian companies can continue to compound their earnings uh, at low double digits. And that's the kind of return I expect from uh, this asset class uh, over the next 5 to 10 years.
0: Right. We'll talk about earnings uh, in more details in a bit. But before that, let's talk about the domestic liquidity, the DIA money. Uh, Of course, the SIP number that we have seen a month on month has been at record high. Um, And uh, I think a few months back, uh, the the inflow in equities also have reversed to positive inflows. But last three to four months, it has slowed down. Uh, What is it actually? Is it because of redemption, Uh, because uh, people are, investors are re uh, you know realigning their portfolios or do you do, do you genuinely feel that there is a redemption pressure in equity portfolios
1: so on an overall basis uh, obviously the redemption pressure is not uh, visible to me per se uh, so we may as as you pointed out the sip flows are at the record high and they are now clearly the dominant part of the equity inflows uh, uh, as far as domestic investors are concerned uh, and this i believe is a very healthy Change uh, which has happened uh, over the last few years—that uh, rather than having flows coming in at the same time uh, by various HNIs or uh, corporates or individuals—even uh, the market has learned the advantage of systematically flowing uh, money uh, into the markets. Uh, so that that honestly, uh, I don't expect that trend to change very quickly, if at all. Uh, I think SIP investors would uh, like the fact that if the market's correct, we should see more investors coming into the market on a systemic basis. So that, to my mind, uh, remains a good uh, development for the Indian markets uh, per se uh, from a medium to long-term perspective.
0: Okay. Uh, you've, you've been talking about the earnings. Uh, so I am very curious to know because, see, uh, earnings, of course, September quarter earnings uh, that we've just uh, got completed. It shows that uh, the recovery has continued, uh, especially in the corporate earnings side. But this is about the listed companies or the listed space. But in the unorganized space, uh, there are a lot of indicators which show that that they have actually been affected badly and they are obviously part of the economy overall. So do you think that there is a big gap between the listed space companies doing great in the earnings perspective, whereas uh, the unlisted space or the unorganized sector actually limping and may take some time to catch up and then overall it may impact the economy?
1: What you're saying is uh, perhaps right uh, because anecdotally we do hear about it, we do read about it. uh, However, there aren't too many numbers uh, which we have available or which are published that suggest the same is the case. Uh, But I will agree with you uh, when you say that unorganized sector uh, uh, perhaps has not come out of the pandemic as well as uh, some of the larger listed uh, peers which are there. And I think they will require some more uh, time to come out uh, like the listed peers have done. Having said that, uh, we must also uh, pay attention to the fact that uh, uh, as economy grows, we are likely to become more and more organized uh, per se uh, in Indian economy. And that trend has to play out over a medium to long term. So... The fact is that today, if an organized sector is contributing X, tomorrow we are not expecting that contribution to go up. We are expecting that contribution to go down per se in the overall economy as the economy becomes more and more uh, organized.
0: Okay. Now about the year ahead, 2022, I know there could be challenges as far as the new variant of COVID is and of course the fake tapering liquidity getting drained out. But what is your overall outlook for equity is in 2022. Uh, maybe uh, it may not be the same as the phenomenal run, uh, bull run that we saw in this year, but any big triggers or any any big factors that you're watching out for twenty two.
1: So clearly, uh, two or three factors that we are looking out for. Uh, one, obviously, uh, is the impact uh, of the Fed tapering on the markets overall. Uh, we believe that as liquidity gets uh, drawn away from the markets, the markets may enter a consolidation phase. Uh, Second uh, is the reversal of the interest rate cycle. Uh, We expect RBI as well as Fed to uh, raise rates uh, next calendar year. Uh, The pace of uh, that interest rate cycle uh, can determine how the equity markets behave uh, over the course of the calendar. And third, obviously, will uh, be the earnings. Uh, uh, because markets right now are pricing in uh, a 20 per- 20% plus earnings growth uh, for the next uh, fiscal. Uh, so if companies continue to deliver on that, I believe that markets will uh, continue to perform uh, overall. Mm-hmm. Having said that, given the kind of rally which we have had seen over the last 18 months, uh, I will not be surprised that uh, market continues to show some kind of time correction and consolidate around current levels over next 12 months. But that still gives us opportunities uh, from a bottom-up perspective wherein we can continue to make mm-hmm. a difference and pick up companies which are likely to do well in any environment.
0: Mm. But any percentage uh, that you can share with us, any per- percentage that you have pe- worked upon it's and Nifty. See, we are of course uh, 2021. Uh, you know, we were uh, we we did uh, you know over 20%, 20 percent, uh, 20 maybe 21. Also, we are going to be around that month. So 22. It's, any any estimates?
1: It's 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 very difficult to give any such estimates,
0: mm. Nasreen, mm.
1: honestly, uh, because. Uh, we all can see that how the earnings will mm-hmm. behave there right, we can have right. a sense but uh, mm-hmm. how those earnings will be interpreted uh, there are other factors on top of that uh, and thus it's very difficult to give any kind of estimate that markets will surely give this return over next one year but i'm sure you will be looking
0: again, at the yeah i'm sure you will be looking at the union budget and the uh, state elections as
1: well sure they they will be factors but again those are uh, as i said uh, nasreen uh, the underlying uh, for the market remains the corporate earnings uh, and these things like let's say state elections or union budgets, they may impact for a quarter or a month per se, Mm. but Mm. over a period of time, uh, it's how companies are operating, how they are delivering on the earnings that determines how the markets will be. And that's where I'm pretty sanguine uh, uh, given the construct we have in India of a double where we expect it to grow in double digit in nominal terms over next decade or so uh, there are a lot of uh, aspects which will lead to inflow towards the country thus we are much more sanguine about the long-term growth of the markets rather than to being too worried about the short-term
0: Right. So on that note, uh, thanks a lot for uh, sharing those uh, details. And uh, we hope the markets uh, you know, continue to see a bull run as we saw this year. So thank you so much for sharing your time. And we wish you a very happy new year.
1: Thank you, Nasreen. Wish you too a very happy new year.
0: Thank you. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s at lifemin.com Or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen's story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.